What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Freshly Brewed. I got Robert here. Hello. Who is your host. And I'm Frank, your other host. And we're going to be... Today... Is there anything going on with Standard at all that we need to talk about? It seems good, right? It seems okay. Dude, Standard is unreal good right now. It's almost like when you take all the fucking broken OP cards out, you can really just enjoy other cards that are in the format that you didn't even know existed. The crazy thing is, three days ago, it was a completely different format than it is today. It's it's constantly moving at such a high pace. It's because there's not one clear, decisive thing that's destroying everything else. Yeah, you don't have to throw a Lotus Cobra, Euro, and, and Omnath all in every deck. You could just play different things. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's weird. Isn't that weird? If green, Listen, if, if green-white base decks are what's at the top of the meta, that's that's a pretty that good statement. Healthy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got some tokens, huh? Yeah. All right, good luck. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. So we're not going to talk too much about Constructed today. What we are going to do is last week... We mentioned how we were going to create our own cards. Uh, we, we brought up uh, a franchise, I guess it was Marvel at the time. And uh, we were like, let's make custom cards based on some characters. And we went ahead and did that because it sounded really fun. And it seems like you guys would enjoy that. And the three we picked were Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Captain America. Those were our three initial that we're going to go over today. Rob designed cards for each of these, and I designed cards for each of these. Completely independent. We're go over those. Yeah. No, there's no influence. We didn't talk about it. We had no discussion whatsoever. I have no idea what Rob's going to bring. And uh, we're going to go over those today. I'm excited. And, uh, I, I think this is just a way. I've never in my life created a card before. I've never done that. Really? Never. So, that's interesting yeah that's interesting you strike me as a guy who would have done that yeah i've never done this before i think what i'm trying to prove is that play and design is super simple <laughs> <laughs> this is my experiment to show you that they're just terrible at their no just no, no no um, there's a difference between making three cards and making a hun- uh, a couple hundred every few months yeah definitely and having a template to go off of right like, we already know what these characters do yeah so it's it's easy, it's a little easier to like pull from that and like figure out what their abilities might be in magic. Yeah. However, one of my pet peeves and is is like when people make magic cards uh the color of the magic card based on like their personalities or whatever like so or not not based not, not based on their personalities per se but like based on their color schemes or like so Captain America people will be like oh he's obviously red white and blue, right? And I was like no, because he has no blue qualities whatsoever. There's like no blue magical quality for Captain America. I fucked up. <laughs> I mean, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> See, the funny thing is I can't tell if you actually did no, or if up. that was a joke. No, I fucked up. And either way, that's funny. I fucked up. So, <laughs> But I've never designed cards before. Okay, let's go over them. This is going to be good then. Let's go over them. And where do you want to, no. what, do you want to go alphabetical order? No, no. Or do let's do, do Captain America last. So I'll let you pick uh, Wolverine or Spider-Man and we'll go from there. Okay, I had Spider-Man first. All right, that's actually I did as well. Okay, this wow, this is interesting. Okay, so uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, I'll go first, all right? Okay. So here's my design for Spider-Man. First of all, it's actually not a Spider-Man card. Well, well, that seems interesting. Sure, well, that's, that's a, a bold take, the, Rob. The, w- bold take. the wheels are falling off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's my Spider-Man. It's not actually Spider-Man. <laughs> Huh. All right, so, All right then. so here's Sounds my good. here's my card design. Ready? It it is uh, it's Peter Parker. Okay. It costs That's good. it costs two and a white. So three mana. Yep. A creature human. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker is indestructible. 
At the beginning of your end step, if your opponent controls a villain or a henchman, transform Peter Parker, and he's a 2-1. I like that. Okay. So, basically, it obviously would need to be built in a set with, with those creature types, but that's, that's the front half. The backside when you flip Peter Parker over is Spider-Man. Whenever this creature transforms into Spider-Man, detain up to two target creatures and opponent controls. Spider-Man can only be blocked by creatures with flying, and Spider-Man is a 3-4. I, I like it. I think it's good. <clears throat> so there's some things I would adjust personally. Okay. Yeah, and I want to tell you my reasoning too, so I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so with the henchman thing, I would probably make him a 1-2. And then have it, like, whenever Spider-Man is dealt damage, transform him. That's a good idea. That's a good way to look at it. Because it just makes him a little more, a little less restrictive. Yeah. Because, like, otherwise you may never flip him. Fair. Fair. But obviously we're living in, like, a, a contained universe. So it's like, sure. obviously the set he's going to be in is going to have a, a ton of villains and henchmen. That's, that's actually a henchmen. great change. I like that change. It would be if, if he's dealt damage. So it stops him from attacking in. I like that. The way that I designed the card when I when I thought front half and back half, well, first of all, I'm thinking Spidey senses, Spidey reflexes yeah. when he's in Peter Parker mode. Still, he's got him. I like the transformation. Yep. I like that a lot. So um, that was the indestructible part of him. Uh, he, he's still going to be tough to take out on his Peter Parker side. Yeah, because just because he's not wearing his costume doesn't mean he's doesn't mean he's weaker, really. Right. The back side. But he has to, he has to, pre yeah, he has to, right, he has to uh, assume that he's weaker, right? You have to, he has to present like he's weaker. So he's still a one, two. He's like, oh, I'm just a regular dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then the back side of it. So the, the, my real thought of this was um, you have Peter Parker out, and then all of a sudden he's surrounded by henchmen, he's surrounded by villains. And when, just when they think whatever it is they're trying to do, they're about to be able to do it. And, uh, they don't know that Spider-Man's there. Spider-Man flips on the same turn that he comes out and he's yeah. able to detain two creatures so he can buy you another turn on his own. If depending on the other side of the battlefield. So I thought that that was a pretty cool, that was the aspect of build around that I thought about. Yeah. I like detain too. I was going to use detain originally as well. Oh, interesting. Um, <clears throat> my issue with detain was that I read it and it says it only says like they're detained until your next your next turn. Right. So like if you're if you're flipping him on their turn, it's it's not a lot of time that they get detained and you can't really take advantage of it. That was my only issue. So so he would flip on my turn. So the way I would look at it is I'm playing you in a game of magic. You have two villains on the battlefield. I'm at two life and you have double lethal lethal threats. I can top deck Peter, yeah. Peter Parker, put him into play, and that same turn on my instep. He sees your villains, he transforms, and he detains them. Therefore, on your turn, they can't attack me. So okay, by... does he flip on the end step? Yeah, yeah, said? yeah. It's, it says whenever this... Uh, I'm sorry, at the beginning of your end step, if your opponent controls a villain or a henchman, transform Okay. Them. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good then. Okay, that that yeah, that kind of solves that then. Okay, yeah, that's good. All right. I like it. What's the... Uh, his... Yeah, so his casting cost is just too white, so he's just a white creature. Uh, correct, yep. Okay. All right, hit me. I like it. Okay, mine is Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> His casting cost is one green, white, blue. Uh -huh. So, Bant. I was originally going to go with green-white because he's, uh, you know, green for the spider nature of him, but white for the justice and, like, good. But then someone also, you know, it came, it came, to, the, it came to my attention that, like, <clears throat> Peter Parker is very smart. He's one of the smarter people in the, in the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that does have a blue component to Big it. Brain. So, Bant felt felt correct 
Uh, he is a legendary creature human spider. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave him flash and reach mm-hmm. because he's quick and obviously he has the ability to hit things that are in the air. Yep. When friendly neighborhood Spider-Man enters the battlefield, tap target creature and opponent controls. That creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. Okay. So that's very, him. Very similar as mine. Web- webbing something up, right? Yep. And with Flash, like you can play it like during their combat or whatever. So, yeah. um, and then whenever friendly neighborhood Spider-Man becomes the target of a spell or ability for the first time each turn, counter that spell or ability. Nice. So that's like a Spider Sense, where he's like, "Oh no, you can't, you can't hit me with that." <clears throat> but then, like you know, obviously it has to be has to be balanced. So yeah, that's sweet. Okay, his casting costs his and he's a four three. His total CMC was four mana, right? One and then Bant. Yes, correct. And he's a four three. Yes. All right. So, so my thoughts. I love everything about it. I think it's awesome. I like the reasoning mm-hmm. that you came up with each one of your things. He just seems real strong, real strong. I mean, these are these are heroes, though. Like they're supposed to be strong. And and I don't have a problem with that. So as we move, he's it, legendary, Rob. If you draw two, they're just they're crap. <laughs> it's, it's basically just junk. <laughs> so when when we go through mine, I I actually. <laughs> And again, I wasn't saying there's anything wrong with the way you design. I think it's actually, I think it's fantastic. No, I, I yeah, that's, I wasn't, I wasn't never taking any offense. Yeah, when we read mine, I kind of tried to power mine down as I was trying to make them okay. not too dumb. That's so fair. it's actually good because then, then you're getting two aspects of, of different types of designs here. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, uh, I love the effect of the, uh, the spirit, uh, Kira. Kira effect is actually a super awesome way to Spidey Sense, uh, represent Spidey Sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah, another thing I was trying to, like, I, I also think, like, uh, you know, I'll be honest, is this better than Omnath? Probably not. No. <laughs> God, like, no. So, like, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's, this card, you're like, this card's really powered, and you're like, but it's not stronger than standard no, cards no. right now. <laughs> the only way that actually, here, listen, the only, my, here's minor changes you could make to your card to make it technically better or on power level with Omnath, okay? It's one in a bant, it's a 16 16 with flash. <laughs> When it enters the battlefield, it says the next two times your opponent would draw a card, they instead discard three cards. <laughs> and the next time the next time your opponent would add four mana to their mana pool, they lose four mana. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, so that that's, yeah. that's minor changes, but that's a good way to put it if we were trying to put it in the same world as Omnath. Yeah, those are good tweaks, though. Yeah. I think that's probably more on flavor as well for Spider-Man. And you probably have to make it a rare at that point, not an uncommon. Yeah, you might have to. Yeah, you might have to up the up the rarity for sure. Because you know you don't want to get you don't want to get multiple of these in limited. I think. Yeah, no, that that would be too good. If you have two of them in your in your limited deck, that's too good. You're probably just winning. Yeah, yeah. Because one is it's it's tricky to win with one, but once you have two, it's like, eh, all right, come on. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, definitely. You want to go to Wolverine? <laughs> yep, let's do it. Yep, pour. Okay, go ahead. Go for you it. You want me to go? Oh, I'm going first. Yeah, you go first this time. Okay, Wolverine, the best there is. Because that's what he's known as. He's like, I'm the best. I feel so bad right now because you're you're hitting me with actual like real magic names. I didn't even think about that because I suck. Right, but like my Marvel trivia is also a lot stronger than yours. No, that's not obviously obviously not an insult in any way. It's just I I definitely know like more to pull from. You know that hit straight to the heart until you hit me with the uh, that's not an insult. I just wanted you to know that. I didn't want it to be. I didn't, I wanted you to know that you should be confident there, in your the, in your knowledge and your abilities. There was a casual second and a half where it where it felt that way. That feels too long, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. That I, you had to do. I bounce back. Okay. All right. Three red green. So five mana. All right. <clears throat> red because he's like ferocious and like, you know, uh, rage induced and like, and green because he's very, very natural. Like he's got a very like primitive natural element to him as Wolverine. Yep. Uh, 
we both hit the uh, same. Colors. I was gonna go Naya, but like I think the white almost for Wolverine is questionable because he does ha- he is a, he is in a very gray area when it comes to heroes. Like when when you need someone to you when you need someone to kill somebody else, like Wolverine's the guy you go to, and he's like, I'll do it because that's what I do, you know. Yeah, no, I get that completely. But his creature type is legendary artifact creature. Oh, human berserker mutant. Jesus. So we're covering human berserker and mutant. Okay. And um, artifact creature, like, obviously he's not a robot, right? But he has a, a metal adamantium skeleton, so... I like it. <clears throat> it felt fitting. So, like, you can still shatter him. You know, if you play shatter, you'll still hit him. But his abilities, double strike and persist. Ah. And he's a 3-5. Okay, so so technically like a 6-5. He's very strong. Yep. Uh, but, because <clears throat> Wolverine's kind of, like, scrappy. Yeah. And he has to rely on his healing factor. If you have like a a five a five five, you can still you can still tangle with Wolverine. You know you can still you can still beat him. Yeah. So he's not like a six five traditionally with first strike. So he can't kill somebody. He can't kill someone unscathed. He's gonna actually also trade. Uh, but also he has one more ability. Oh. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Wolverine, the best there is, has a negative one negative one counter on it, remove a negative one negative one counter. Oh, from that's it. sick. <clears throat> so he's got his healing factor. So like he he comes back and then. He's a little low, you know, he's like, he's like a little, he's still healing, but then eventually he's at full strength again. Yep. You could still just, you if a counter, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't know you're done. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. If a counter is removed this way, Wolverine, the best there is, deals two damage to you. Nice. So he's a little, he's a little, he's a little like, uh, a little spiky, a little, a little, not like, not like the magic term, but a little like, uh, a little, a little crass when he, when he. When he's not at his peak, you know, like while he's healing, he's still a little rougher right, on the he's, edges. He's, he's, so he's he hitting back. Damage. Yep, he's hitting back at you. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so, so first off, persist. Perfect. Love that ability. On yeah, it was either I was like, is it persist or is it undying? And I think it's persist because he does get weaker after he's like beat to shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then he does heal. Yeah. So, so, so that, uh, dude, this is it's it's actually really cool to see like uh, what you come up with as someone who's obviously more experienced with doing these kind of things and knowing what I picked for Wolverine and and hearing you explain, this is why I picked this. And this is why I picked this. Like we literally, as, as I read mine here in a second, you're going to see that you and I were like literally almost thinking the exact same style of stuff, but just kind of like the same page. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Just, just seeing the differences in what, like I didn't even think about persist. That's a perfect, you know what I mean? Like that, that that was perfect. You nailed that. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here I go with my lazy creature name. Wolf. Don't do not do that. It's fine. You can just call him Wolverine. I did. I was going to do that, but then I was like, so the only reason I named them more detailed names was because I was like, what if we want to do this again? Then I can name them a different thing. You know, like it was literally just like future proofing. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I named mine Wolverine. Boring. <laughs> we uh, we both nailed the uh, the casting cost here with green red. I felt exactly the same as you, and and uh, when I thought about the exact same thing, uh, like you said, you described it perfectly. There's a gray area uh, area when it comes to the um, good side, bad side. Obviously, he's not a villain, but um, right, yeah, he's definitely a good character, but he does have like his 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 methods are quick can be questionable. He's vulgar. Right. Yeah. He's crass. He's vulgar. Yeah. I don't know what crass means. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> that's funny because that's the second time I've said that. I, I know. I just let it. I let it roll though. The first time you're like, I, maybe he won't mention it again. <laughs> oh, she's like shit. He did. Damn it. All right. So uh, Wolverine's <laughs> casting costs one, a green, and a red. So I went with three. 
Oh, like, we, yeah, we're both green and red. Yep. I like it. Uh, creature type is a legendary human mutant, so we both know that. Nice. Uh, and it says, at the beginning of combat on your turn, cho mm -hmm. choose one. Wolverine gains haste until the end of turn. Okay. So he can ETB. Uh, he can come in and F S up, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. What do you mean? You fuck shit up. Oh, my God, Robert. I said it quiet. The children. Think of the children. I said it quiet. So, so first ability, he can gain haste. So he can come in. So, the so the turn you cast him on the play, he can get super aggro, uh, and, and he can get in some damage for you. Yeah, I like it. Second ability uh, of the ones that you could choose. Wolverine gains first strike until your next turn. Oh, so he can block as well. Exactly. So he, he could be an aggressive blocker. When uh, he gets to the party right. late, he can uh, still come into the battlefield as a three drop and impact the board uh, like defensively. Uh, the last ability is Wolverine. Okay, timeout. Okay. <laughs> you like shit? I forgot the third ability. No, no, I didn't. I had two versions. I had two versions of this card, and I read the wrong the wrong middle one. That was a that was okay. Hold on, I got to backtrack. Guys, he doesn't get first strike. He doesn't anymore. get first strike. I I, I passed that. I passed that. Okay, so guys, we we decided to do this on like Thursday, and on Thursday night, Rob's like, I got six cards already, <laughs> and you know, I think that's fine. I like the initiative. But I feel like you should really get your first one sorted out if you're going to make sense. My bad. My bad. All right. So so he's uh, everything was okay. the same. Uh, he gains haste. That's his first ability. Okay. Second ability. The second ability was Wolverine gains plus two plus zero until the end of turn. So okay. so on a on a battlefield where he can he can get in damage for you, uh, or you have something large in front of you that you're trying to get through, he can pump himself up and uh, get a little bit big. If you know what I'm saying. Buddy, I understand. <laughs> His last ability would be Wolverine gains indestructible until the end of turn. Uh, that was his his healing factor for me. Yeah, that's good. Yep. That makes sense. And as a three drop uh, who does have the ability to come in and uh, deal damage on the first turn he comes mm -hmm. into play, uh, I went a little uh, crass with my... That didn't make sense, did it? No, I tried. That, that didn't <laughs> make sense, right? <laughs> I appreciate you trying though. I really, I think, I think that's that's good. That's a good. So I went, I went high power, low defense. So I created him as a four-two. Yeah, that makes sense. So crass, the definition of crass is lacking sensitivity, refinement, or intelligence. I don't think the intelligence part's relevant, but like lacking the sensitivity or refinement of like Captain America or Spider-Man. So he's like a little more rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah. So. Again, my thoughts were proactive. Proactive can get haste, come in, turn three on the play. He can just whap somebody in the face for four damage. Uh, so he's basically like a Bioshino Sandstalker. Actually, that is a great. That's a great way. But that one has except he doesn't come back to your hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, he can attack for six when he gets pumped up, uh, or if he's on a battlefield with uh, with some creatures in front of him. He can give himself indestructibility and force them to make an awkward block that they may have to sacrifice somebody for. Popping in is a 6 2 with, with haste. Or, oh, I guess he's no, not going to he, have haste. Exactly. That turn. Yep. I was like, that's like ball lightning, but then again, he doesn't die. Yep. Oh, you're like, it's like, it's like he was almost like modeled around all these red creatures that die at the end of the turn, but you're like, he doesn't die. But he doesn't die. Yeah. Yep. That was. I like the modal ability. I like the modal aspect of that. I love modal cards for one thing. Yeah. It's just the options are very good. Yep. Yep. So that was my Wolverine. All magic cards should have modal abilities. Even lands. 
Yes. I yeah, I was like, but wait, oh yes, I agree. <laughs> Even lands. I like I like your Wolverine. I think it's good. Alright, you want me to go first on Captain America? Yeah, you go first on Cap and then we'll keep alternating <clears throat> and I'll go first on the fourth mystery. Mystery card? Hmm. Yeah. All right. Captain America. I'm not going to read his casting costs. That's weird. Because it's ju- it's Jessica colored, and I was shamed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rob, as a, as a magic card, what would you say uh, Captain America as a character, what would you say his blue aspect is? Uh, his suit color. <laughs> <laughs> How come you didn't make Wolverine blue and Yellow. Oh, I guess yellow is not a magic card. All right, fine. How come Spider-Man's not blue and red then? I don't know, man. Okay. I just... <laughs> listen, I saw America, and these colors don't run. All right? Okay. <laughs> let, me get, let me get to it. Okay. Can you name the... Can you tell us the casting cost? Anyway? Yes, I will, yeah. So it's Captain America. Captain America costs... Captain America costs one, <laughs> and then Jeskai color. So CMC four. So four mana? Yep. Okay. He's a legendary. So we'll say he's two red white. Got it. Got it. Yeah. He's a he's a legendary uh, legendary creature, human soldier. That's what mine is too. Yeah. His ability, first one is I created a new ability. It's called assemble. Oh my god! Did you? That's I. That's bold as hell. But I like that it's assemble. That's real good. Oh, I so. thought you were gonna say you picked the same thing. No, that would be amazing. That would have been insane if you did that. No, I actually stayed within the confines of Magic the Gathering as per the rules, Robert. Was that the rules? I, n- no. no okay. It was kind of it a, feels like an unspoken rule. Yeah. yeah. All right. I broke the rules. All right. Assemble. When this card enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an Avenger card with a different name. So basically, whenever he ETBs, he, he, gets, a, he gets a dude with him. He's going to get sure, another like one, of the assem- the, one of the Avengers. He's a squadron hawk. Yep, that's it. But but he only searches out one. However, all the main in my he's a Thalia's lieutenant. That's exactly what he is. Yes, and my wow, that seems real good. Yep, and uh, I like that a lot. Yep, I want to play with that. And this is so. This is it right here. You just hit my feels for the Walking Dead like secret layer shit. And I'm like, I understand that people don't like how it was delivered. I understand that that they could be improved upon. But like when it comes to franchises and like and like supplemental products that like have characters and things that I love, like Marvel, if you made a Marvel set, if you got the rights to like Marvel to do one magic set, and I could like put these magic cards, put these cards in my decks or like in in my cube, like that's that would be that that's that would be amazing to me. Yeah, it's gonna mean it's gonna mean a lot to you. It's gonna matter. I want to cast Captain America and search up the Hulk. I want to search up Thor. Yeah. You know, I want to do this. Like, that sounds amazing and fun to me. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. All right. I feel like that's the best thing I've done all day. All right. <laughs> you did it, man. You instilled me with this feeling of like, wow, I feel it. Captain America is assembling the Avengers and you're going to search for one. And I compare it to other magic cards like Thalia's Lieutenant, for example. And I'm like, that's not a, an OP ability. Right. So it's not like this is some fantasy world where that can't be a card. Right. Or we just we just broke the axis of, of card creation. Yep. Right, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, because there's definitely comparable cards that do that. Yeah, and again, like I said, the, when I was thinking of my cards, um, because we always constantly talk about just like straight busted cards, I toned mine down and I tried to make it to where, you know, like my, my Wolverine, can he get indestructible? Yes, you could, but he, you can shock him in response to his trigger. In response, yeah. right. So, so I, I, I was trying to, to flirt with that line where I felt like they were, they were decent 
And one of the things that drives me up a wall, and this is this is super funny to me, is there I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know I look at cards all the time, and their CMC cost is four, and they're a three three, and I'm like, oh, I just wish it was a little bit stronger. Um, so you're gonna learn. I created Captain America as a four mana three three, um, even though I. I dislike those cards because I feel like there's always four mana three threes that I hated playing because they're super susceptible. Um, to like a lightning bolt. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, so spoiled that he's a three three. Uh, he has his first abilities assemble and he has a second text that says when Captain America dies, uh, so if he's exiled, obviously doesn't trigger, you may search your library, hand, or graveyard for a card named Cap's Shield and put it onto the battlefield attached to a creature you control. Interesting. So same kind of uh, aspect of um, God Pharaoh's Gift, uh, where the, um, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but the, the one that you put in play for three mana, you can put, put a God Pharaoh's Gift from your graveyard. You can put one from your yeah, hand. Yeah, gate to the afterlife, gate, right? Yes, gate, yes. So I went very similar to gate, that. Gate, yes, gate, yes. <laughs> so I went very similar to that. Um, I didn't want it to be... Where, because in my opinion, your deck should have one cap shield, right? There's only one cap shield. And, you know, as strong as the shield is, I don't think it should ever be down and out. So whether it's been destroyed somehow and it goes to the graveyard, uh, when when cap comes back, you know, and, and he passes, and you're going to learn, you know, why the significance of, of him dying to obtain his shield in a second here. Uh, oh, wow, there, there's, oh, there's more. There's more, yeah. All right, so do you want me to hit you with a shield while I'm here? Uh, yeah, but so here's another thing. Like the, one of the things I like about doing this is it's, and it's super fun right now is that like your cards, as you're talking about it, I'm thinking of like ways to like, like that we could brainstorm and improve the design. Right. Like another thing, instead of finding the shield is that like when Captain America dies, search your library for the, for the winter soldier or for Valken and put them into play. Right. Exactly. As partners. Because both of those took up the mantle of Captain America at a certain point. Right. So those could be like the replacement effects of Captain America, and that would be really sweet. So too. could you imagine if there was you, myself, and four or five of our good friends sitting in a room and going, "Listen, today we're gonna order some food out, and we're gonna chill here, and we're gonna come up with our own custom MTG set based on this." And imagine how much fun of a day that would be uh, if there was a, a way to create them and play them. That would be amazing. I think we need to do this. <laughs> I just don't know how we'd think- play. I mean, we do it. We do it in the hopes that, like, once COVID's done, we can all get together and draft this. Yeah, yeah, but it seems pretty cool. It's. I agree. All right, so hit me with the shield. That's that's all for Captain America, right? Correct. Captain America's done. So, if you want to discuss him real quick, or do you want to hear about the shield first and then discuss? I want to hear about the shield. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, give me, like, give me the whole package. Yep. Again, we know that when Cap dies, that's when you're you get your trigger where you can uh, search for it in any of the zones other than Exile. And you can put it directly into play and attach it to a creature you control. So, Rob, can I clarify something? Yes. Heroes never die. Oh, that's true. That's true. Sometimes they come back. It's true. Yep. All right. Cap Shield. It is. Uh, it costs five mana. Five. Ooh. Five generic color. Yep. Uh, it also has an equip of five. Yes. That's this is a big this is a mythic man. It, it is, and, and there's a reason that it's cost ten mana. This is some Argentum armor level it, level cost. It here. is. It is. Uh, it states uh, equipped creature gets plus one plus two, so not that great. Boring. Yep. When he okay. when equipped creature dies, 
Return it to the battlefield tapped and sacrifice cap shield. Oh, I love that. So the shield took the hit. The shield. So cap cap dying passed his shield on, and the shield is what takes the hit for him, and your creature comes back uh, to the battlefield. Yep. I like that. I like that a lot. Like, so like, and cause I'm like, the funny thing is when you're, when you're reading these like abilities and stuff, I'm envisioning it happening. So I can see like, you know, whoever this is holding the shield, they take a huge hit from the shield and like they absorb a lot of the impact. So they're a little frazzled and the shield breaks, Yeah. but they're fine. And they're just tapped because they're like, okay, I got to recover from this. You know, exactly. That's, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. My thought wow. process, my thought like process that. was, uh, you can you can see a you can see a scenario where Cap you you see the Cap's getting ready to go down and and potentially done for and he chucks that shield and the shield is what like you exactly explained takes the hit for someone and I'm certain that they're jarred and they're you know confused as to what just happened but the shield goes down yeah. and they're still sitting there because of Cap's shield it's like getting it's like getting shot when you have a bulletproof vest on right like you still feel it and it still hurts yeah yeah. But you're 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 alive, you know. Yeah, and the the casting cost of five uh, was because I think that obviously this has a very serious. Uh, it, it's a it pretty effective on the battlefield with its ability to, to uh, have a creature come back, um, which is why the equip was also five. I, that that seems if I'm equipping this for two mana or three mana on each one of my creatures, that seems very 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 strong, and I wanted to. Well, you only get one. You only get one shot, right? Uh, correct. Technically, yeah, but I I didn't want it to be like if um. How can I put this? Like, if in any way it became it became detached from a from a creature somehow, yeah. I didn't want it to be something that's easily put back on a creature. I wanted it to be more focused on the one time use aspect of it, and it's supposed to be searched out, uh, not yeah, not right. played from hand, not cast. Yeah, you know what? And maybe I should have right. put something on there saying that your deck can only have one cap shield or something. I don't know. Um, I don't think you need that. Like, I, as a five-man equipment, I don't think... I, I think this is literally just a search target. You know what I mean? Right, right. Right, it's a Stoneforge target. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and you can put it into play with for two. Yep. Stoneforge Mystic, I'll, I'll tap Stoneforge Mystic and put Captain America's shield into play. That's just... Yeah, it's just an inch, uh, an instant way... Instant speed way of... Well, I guess you can't equip it. If we were going down that route, you'd have to let it equip itself to something. I was going to say, it's an instant speed protection with a, with a Stoneforge. You can literally sacrifice it instead of a creature that they're trying to destroy that's cool i think it's still fine i think it's still good all right and it's very different from mine so oh, that's awesome all right i'm excited i want to hear your just guy captain america it's that's not oh, don't sorry don't sully his <clears throat> captain america first soldier Woo! one red white so three mana mm -hmm. uh red obviously because he's very passionate uh, and white because he's the epitome of, of law and justice and, and truth and, and all the things that are good. Um, doesn't doesn't have any blue, any blue capability. It doesn't have any blue, blue qualities. He's not like a, a laboratory scientist or like a manipulator or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have any green qualities, no, no nature aspects, and no black qualities. So, avoided those. Legendary creature, human soldier, same as you. All right. Haste and first strike. Nice. Um, and that's just trying to speak to like his combat, like, cause Captain America is literally supposed to be the best soldier that's, that's ever lived, you know, the best strategist and, and tactician. Um, he has mentor. So, nice. you know, when he attacks, he's helping someone else. He's like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll bring you up with me. And whenever Captain America attacks, uh, other attacking creatures with power less 
then it get plus one plus one until end of turn. That's perfect. So if you have like four one ones, like he's gonna bring you all up with him. Right. So it's kind of like it's kind of like um, Legion War Boss. Is that Mob what was what's that? What's that? No, not is that what's called? No, 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 Legion not Legion War Boss. I mean, there there's several uh, Anthem effects on creature attacks. War Boss just mentors. Uh, one creature, if that's it. right, but but Cap mentors, and he also he also pumps the team temporarily, right, for right, the turn. Right, right. So he has two pump effects on him, which is I, I was worried that might be overkill, but it it, it it felt very thematic to me, where I'm like he's bringing up everybody, and like he can also like train this one person to like to just to be, be even better, more you know? be even even more than 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 the others around him. Yeah, yeah, and he's a three three, so he's a three three for three with first first strike and haste. He's I think he's very he reminds me of of Tajik a lot. That's close. Which is a three-two with haste, yeah. and you know all the creatures get uh, protection from uh, non-combat damage. So, lots of things going on there. No, I think you killed it. And again, it's funny because, um, like, I, I went with the assemble thing, and but but as far as uh, I like that a lot. Yeah, but but again, like you said, we didn't really discuss whether or not we'd be creating our own um, keywords. But but for for utilizing what was uh, within magic already, I think you killed it. Yeah, but you basically just had an ability and you gave it a keyword, right? Like, you could just say, when Captain America enters the battlefield, right. you know, search your library for an Avenger. Like, that's the same exact thing. Yeah. Except you just gave it a cool keyword that's very, very flavorful. So, yeah. you know, that's, I think that's, I think that's fine. And I'm, I'm kind of mad that you came up with that because it's very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, you nailed And then we have Captain America's shield. Two and a white for the casting cost. But it's blue. Go ahead. I'm kidding. I hate you so much. <laughs> it should be black. <laughs> Legendary artifact equipment, obviously. Indestructible. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's destructible. Obviously it's been it's been destroyed a bunch of times, but it's hard to do, and it's made of vibranium, and it's supposed to be the toughest material on the planet. And I feel like in in the in the realm of magic, indestructible is is a fair is a fair ability to give it because it's supposed to be so hard. And so durable. Listen, if there are artifacts that exist within the magic world that are already indestructible, Captain America's shield is definitely supposed to be indestructible in the magic world. I agree. I appreciate you backing me yeah, up Yeah, no, I'm with that 100%. When Captain America's shield enters the battlefield, attach it to Captain America, first soldier. Makes sense. I might change that to attach it to a Captain America because, again, if we have other Captain Americas, I don't want him to be only... I don't want him to be the only one that can get this. Right. Uh, equipped creature gets plus two, plus three, and tap, unattached Captain America's shield. This creature deals damage equal to its power to any target. Okay, hold on. So, it enters the battlefield, uh, when you attach it, it, it attaches itself to a Captain America. Right. It gives the creature that it's equipped to plus two, plus three. Yes. And then read the last because part Because it again. gives offensive capabilities, but it's more for defense. So you're going to have more toughness. Right. No, it's it's definitely an offensive weapon. It's used as an offensive weapon just as much as it is defensive. So I, I'm with that. And then tap, unattach the shield. Target This creature deals damage equal to its power to any target. So the creature it's equipped to can, can, can tap itself, and then you unattach the shield. So you're throwing the shield oh. to deal damage equal to its power. Wow. <laughs> and because the shield is unattached... The power should only be referenced from the character itself. So if you have three three, that becomes a five 
you know, five, six with the shield. Once you throw it, it's only dealing three because its power is three. Right, because part of the part of the cost of, of utilizing the ability is unattaching the equipment. Right. And because you're only gonna use your natural strength when you're throwing it. That's you know, like if I'm throwing it, I'm only gonna use the I, I don't have the benefit of the shield to, to give me more power and more strength. That was sick. Yeah, you nailed that. That was that's awesome. So it's funny because you went more defensive with it, like the shield is protecting you. Yeah. And I went more offensive, where I'm like, the sh- we're throwing the shield to hit guys. Yeah. Again, like when we were in the middle of Wolverine, and I'm like listening to you explain how you picked what you picked. Like, even though we obviously came up with different things, you were defining your choices based on what you felt about that character and what we all know. Yeah. And you were interpreting it as this is the way that Wolverine is aggro. This is the way that he regenerates and he heals. And yeah. we, we were thinking the same thing, but it was so cool to see the different uh, different ways we put it on paper. Yeah, and it's funny because these characters are so deep and they have such long histories and so many stories that it's like, you could be pulling from something that I didn't even consider. Yeah. And I could be pulling from something completely different as well. Because, like, there could be, like, no overlap whatsoever. Like, there was, there, I don't think there was any overlap for our Captain Americas, really. They were completely different abilities. Um... Yeah, no, ours ours were completely different. Yeah, they were except there were there were three threes, right? Like that was that was the 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 common uh, thread. Oh yeah, so the only common there were two common things. One was a three three, and both of us thought that uh, red, white, blue was the proper color scheme. I uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but we both thought red, white was, and they both they were both human soldiers, right? So like, there's yeah. these like. There's these qualities like magic says like you have to pick what this thing this what this thing is out of this list of things, right? And like when you don't have to customize it too much, you can definitely pick like human spider obviously, human m- human mutant, human soldier. Like these are all very obvious choices. And like magic has given them to us and said you can be these things, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't have to make up like mutant. There already is mutants in in magic, you know. You don't have to make up soldier because it's obviously a thing. So those are those are pretty uh nicely wrapped up in neat neat little packages for us which was nice yeah that was a lot of fun and the cap shield is two to equip so it's very low to equip okay do me do me do me one more favor can you i i will uninterrupted can you re reread your cap shield from top to bottom okay cap shield two white for the casting cost mm-hmm. so three mana legendary artifact equipment indestructible when it enters the battlefield attach it to captain america first soldier Equipped creature gets plus two, plus three, and tap it, unattached Cap America, Cap, Captain America shield. This creature deals damage equal to its power to any target. So, like, you can't equip it to somebody else. If I'm going to cast this and equip it to someone on that turn that's not Captain America, it's going to cost me five. So, it's still a, a reasonable amount. It's like a, it's like a sword, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Which gives plus two, plus two. And, uh... Generally, two very strong you know, abilities with it. Yeah, it has two strong abilities. Whereas this is like, this gives plus two, plus three, and only has one ability. But then you have to unattach it to, to use it again. So, I, you know, I feel like it's relatively balanced. The Indestructible's good. But, like, how many... Like, when you think about it, a game with, like, a Sword of Fire and Ice on the other side of the board, like, the amount of times that you're able to actually remove the sword itself, not super high. Like... So, the Indestructibility, I don't know if it's, it's super relevant in games or, or super overpowered, but... I mean, it's. I think it's good with the lore. I think that's what makes it great. I think we see a lot of right. overpowered cards. Uh, not saying yours is, but we see a lot of cards that we deem as overpowered. But it's because of the lore or the ties that they have to different cards or abilities that they have that makes that they have to have those kind of 
qualities to them, right? Like uh, right, like if we if we make a Hulk, I, I can imagine it would be indestructible, and it's like, well, okay, maybe that's strong, but like it's the Hulk. <laughs> it's what what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, sorry. Uh, he's a one three. <laughs> Never. Yeah. We should definitely do this again though, because this was super fun, and I really enjoyed like coming up with these and like comparing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great idea. It was a great idea. Um, so y- Rob would be like, "The Hulk is green," and I'd be like, "Well, <laughs> no, maybe." So, so originally, uh, when I thought about Hulk, when uh, before we actually decided on the three characters, when I was thinking Hulk, because um, obviously to start with, I think you know picking some of the most recognizable characters is obviously the way to go. Um, obviously, your first thought is Green Hulk, right? But no, in my opinion, yes, Hulk obviously. Hulk is a red card. In my opinion, uh, I think Hulk is actually black red. Okay, I okay. So let me say this: I I didn't design a Hulk, um, so I, I guess I wasn't saying that Hulk is a red creature only. But my immediate thought, because uh, you're okay, like, yeah, yeah, no, that, that's good, yeah, that's yeah, good, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that though. Yeah, I just didn't delve deep enough into into design. But but no, my first thought wasn't green. Aside from his color scheme, it was he's a red yes. creature. He's a maniac, and you know, fire blooded. See, the thing is, I could see like I could see a bunch of different combinations for Hulk too. Wow. Yeah. Would would the Hulk from um, would the would the Hulk? Well, God, what's the what's the Thor movie that Hulk was in? Where Ragnarok? Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. So would the yeah. Hulk from would Ragnarok Hulk be a uh, different color scheme Hulk than Avengers One Hulk? So I think the MCU Hulk would be a different color scheme from the comic book Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like the comic book Hulk is much scarier and much darker. Okay. He's definitely had those moments like in the MCU where like he's, you know, friendly and kind of funny and goofy, but like more often than not the Hulk is is inside of of Bruce Banner and uh he's a literal monstrous force of nature that that destroys everything in its path and Bruce is terrified of him. Yeah, yeah. So when I th- Whereas like in the in the in the movie they kind of like play off each other a little more a little more playfully. Yeah, it's definitely. A, I mean, again, I, I I was never a comic book reader, so I, I can't speak to that. But I do know that there's always a, a comedic side to, and, and um, I feel like the the time where we saw Bruce Banner worried about the Hulk coming out uh, was far less than when we saw, you know, transformations happen and Hulk is in a good mood, making kind of jokes and and stuff like that, like you said. Right, and I think both Hulks are valid. Like you can definitely. So that's the thing. Like you, Hulk has also a ton of 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 room to play around with because you can definitely make different Hulks from different periods of time. You know. Yeah, and you know what? I have one more question. It's not magic. We're getting off topic here, but in in the comic books, I, I think it's on topic. If our whole it is, it is. But this is, this is, this is based like Marvel. This is a Marvel based question because I don't know. Um, in in the comic books or in the lore or whatever in the stories. Does mm-hmm. does Banner and Hulk ever coexist like they did in the last Avengers where he becomes Yes, yes, there's definitely a time. Yes, there's definitely a time. That's not I mean, that's not current um lore, like that's not what's going on currently. But there was definitely times where, where the Hulk and the and Bruce Banner are like uh the same the same person almost and like you know, Bruce is just talking through the Hulk, you know. Interesting. I always wondered about that. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Marvel's, like, the Hulk's been around since, like, 1962. So, you know, what is that? Like, 60 years, 70 years? And, like, so, like, they've had tons of time to, to, like, to do lots of different stories and lots of different variations. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I, I had a whole lot of fun doing this. I've never done it before. Um, you can definitely see. I think you did good for never having done this before. I, you know, I, I, 
I tried to hit on the heartstrings. I really did. I tried to make them memorable. And it's actually funny the way you reacted to the assemble thing is because I, I Oh man, I loved it. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think it really shined through with the assemble and then with the the cap shield how it how it takes a hit for somebody. Like that was what I was going for because that's all I could really base it off of without having any experience doing it. Like I wanted to know how to make it so impactful that in the end it's not necessarily just a magic card, but we made it a point to make it a real thing, you know, what what it should be. So it's kind of funny because like I'm literally brainstorming other cards right now, yeah. and I kind of want to like I, I'm so excited about them. I like want to talk to you about them, but I also don't want to spoil them for like potential future episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it'd be cool if we had like like Thor's shield if we had Mjolnir, but like it said like when this enters the battlefield, attach it to a creature that's worthy. And then on like Captain America or on Thor, it would say like it has worthy, worthy on somewhere them, you know? on it. Yeah, they would just say worthy. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, that'd be so cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you'd know only like a couple characters would be able to wear this, like would be able to equip this, but yeah, you know, it'd be super strong. So, so in so I, there was a flaw in my card design as I read as I read the Captain America one. So when I oh, wow. when I read the Captain America card, it it literally stated uh, under the keyword assemble, it said search your library for an Avenger card with a different name. Um, so his card actually should have said Avenger somewhere in the creature type. Uh, because my thought when I created it was kind of like what you just said about being worthy. Like Thor would be a mythical, uh, a legendary creature that is tagged as an Avenger. Iron Man would be an Avenger and, and you could search and they would all, they would all have that ability. So when Iron Man shows up and he enters the battlefield, he would search out another Avenger. That was what I was leading into with it. Yeah, you could just, I mean, you could just say a legendary Avenger creature, right? Right. And then like search your search library for another Avenger. Yeah, that's, that seems like an easy fix. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. That also leaves us open to like have different teams, right? Like legendary guardian Ex- creature. Yes, exactly. You know, or what have you. The fan- legendary X Men creature. Fantastic. Wait, no one's gonna play with Fantastic Four. Okay. Well, that's where the com- that's where the conversation ended. Yeah, I think we should move on from this episode. Yeah, because you're being a little. Now you just now you're just being rude. Is Iceman so. part of the Fantastic Four? Wow. Or is it the Fireman? It's so painful. I'm so I'm in such I'm in physical agony right now. Hold on. I didn't realize me saying fireman was gonna sound as dumb as it sounds. Is the fireman in there? Because I went from Iceman to the dude. Yeah, and the policeman and the met and the doctor are in there too. All the professions. Stretchy guy. And the paramedics. Oh boy. Oh god. All right, so we're at like forty-six minutes. This is actually a perfect amount of time. Yeah, I think we did a great job on that. I think we need to. Uh, do we want to pick characters now? Like, do you maybe want? Is there anyone that you want to pick, and then I'll pick one, and then we can go from there. And maybe like, uh, it's something to where at the end of an episode we could just throw one out that we came up with to close with. We need to figure out the best way for people to like respond. I don't know where people can comment. Can they comment on Anchor? I don't believe so. No, there's got to be a way. I believe there may be a way. Okay. <laughs> very good. Very good, Robert. Very but good. But the other question... If you guys are able to, go to the anchor.fm webpage where, where Freshly Root is found and uh, leave us a comment on the episode. Um. Oh, my God. This latest episode has 666 views, and that's real creepy. Oh. <laughs> I don't like it. Fresh. Uh, I don't know if you can, actually. I don't know where you can comment on it. Like, I just want to have a place where people can comment on these episodes. It's got... I don't know where to do it. It's going to have to be. You got to hit us up on Twitter. That seems rough, though. It, it, well, I mean, honestly, though, how many people have an Anchor app? 
Well, no, you just go to the website. Yeah, I know, but that's my point. I don't. I listen to podcasts all the point? time, but I don't use Anchor. I guess that's true. Yeah. All right, hit us up on hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, well, you can go to my public page on Facebook and and just send us a a comment there, or just hit, just hit us up on Twitter and um, let us know what the next three heroes slash villains should be, and uh, we can we can do that soon. Because I, I think this was really fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah. And definitely let us know if you did or didn't. Yeah. Because I think this is a nice change of, it, change of pace. And when letting and when letting us know what you thought about the episode, what you thought about the cards that we created and the stuff we came up, let us know what you would have done different and uh, what we hit the mark on, maybe what we didn't or something else that we, yeah. we didn't think of. Because clearly if w- me one person and you one person can get together and, and think the same thing but get such different results – it's got to be astronomical the amount of different cool things that you and I would even oh, agree sure. with. I'm sure that there's like a, a an, an unlimited amount of potential yeah. uh, variations on these cards. Yeah, for sure. All right, thank you guys for listening so much. Let us know what you think, please. I think we had a great time with this, and I can only hope you guys did as well. So let us know, and uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks, guys.